When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. My Talkers, Wednesday, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia. Both of them are back in studio, fresh off their championship victory at Project uh, Down a Dirty Pickleball. Oh my gosh, that was just starting a week ago. That was, yeah, that was. <sighs> what a week. What I a just remember what thinking, what, these are going to be the longest three days of my life. And now you're a champion. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm so, I'm almost giddy it's behind us and we can just rest on our laurels. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And we raised $116.5 yeah, thousand. So thank you to the My Talkers for that. Amazing. Okay. So, uh, I mean, yesterday afternoon, the biggest entertainment story, of course, was by far the reveal from Britney Spears' memoir. And she's covering exclusive people. Uh, they have the exclusive scoop with her. Yep. I saw in Entertainment Tonight that People Magazine reported that did the interview with her. Um, it was via email. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. But she said Brittany was in Tahiti and she wanted to give thoughtful answers. And we went back and forth. Yep. And I feel very confident, yep. you know, that it was Brittany. So we've got a little bit of the setup because it was just uh, a few. I mean, as soon as I number one trending thing on Justin Timberlake yesterday I I was just like karma is a patient biatch and she's been waiting for you JT I mean I just was like I didn't even know what was happening but here's a little uh, just a summary of because Brittany's new memoir The Woman in Me I believe comes out next Tuesday yes yeah there we go Hey, Carson, good morning. This is being billed as Britney in her own words, a chance for the 41-year-old star to reclaim the narrative after a 13-year-long conservatorship that kept her under the control of her father. Excerpts of The Woman in Me have just been released, and in them, Britney is not holding back, including a shocking account from her past relationship with Justin Timberlake. Over the years, Britney Spears has had high-profile successes and romances public meltdowns, and a very public court battle that sparked a movement and helped her reclaim her freedom. And now the pop icon is telling all in an upcoming memoir, The Woman in Me, written with the help of a collaborator. Spears posting a video teasing the book last night. There's a lot that people don't know that I want them to know. Among the bombshell revelations, that she had an abortion decades ago after a pregnancy with then-boyfriend Justin Timberlake. That disclosure coming through excerpts of the memoir released early to People magazine. 
The pregnancy was a surprise, but for me, it wasn't a tragedy, Spears writes. I love Justin so much. I always expected us to have a family together one day. Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives, that we were way too young. The couple started dating when Timberlake was 18 and Spears just 17. The abortion, she recalls, is one of the most agonizing things I have ever experienced in my life. People editor Wendy Nagel interviewed Spears via email. So this is a secret that she's kept for more than 20 years. She knew becoming a mother was something she had always dreamed of. In the memoir, Spears also addresses what she calls the 13-year soul-crushing conservatorship that a judge terminated in November 2021. The woman in me was pushed down for a long time, she writes, while also admitting that her newfound freedom has been an adjustment. Lately, fans have expressed their concern for Spears after this recent post of the superstar dancing with knives that led to a police wellness check. Spears says the knives were fake and that she was imitating this Shakira dance. And now Brittany intent on reclaiming the narrative about her own life. Everyone has tried to define her and what she is. And she wants to say, hey, I get to decide now. And this is the first step in that process. And she also Rep- she also went on Brittany uh, in, in this interview on Entertainment Tonight about like all the therapy that Brittany had to do mm-hmm. after the conservatorship. And she just wanted to be able to... She said, I got, I was finally free. I couldn't tell my story. And during the whole conservatorship, I would be treated like a star on stage, but I was a child robot off stage. And talked about my woman and my child. I didn't know my she had identity. No, yeah. Right. I mean, it is really overwhelming. 13 years is a to long think. time. And, and, and I know she writes somewhere in her book, um, she talks about, I think of all the male rock stars yes. who've screwed and gambled all and been arrested. And no one came lo- in and, said, and no one came in and said, hey, you should be... Uh, hey, let me take away all your rights. All your rights in yeah. a lifetime. You know, just like the, she's so angry about that. But what was interesting <clears throat> to me was that Justin Timberlake must... He... First of all, I love this for him, that this is... <clears throat> happening to him that is because entertainment tonight cited a source yesterday when this story broke and believe me Brittany is going to be sharing like some devastating things about probably how she grew up and other things it's not just going to be a book about justin timberlake he's not that important in her life he was the her first love though Mm -hmm. so you get a chapter um but so so Entertainment Tonight um, cited a source who commented on Justin's perspective ahead of the release of the book. Now, remember, Entertainment Tonight is like People magazine. They are celebrity friendly. Mm-hmm. The call is coming from inside of the mm-hmm. house with the approval. And here's what the Justin Timberlake source had to say. Mm-hmm. Justin has been focusing on his own family and try not to concern himself with Britney's memoir. Um, In recent years, he's tried to be supportive of Britney from a distance. They dated so long ago, but he still has respect for Justin and Jessica just want everyone to grow and evolve instead of continuing to bring up the past. So do you see how he makes it be 
all about him when he wrote her back to stardom. Basically, slut shamed yeah. her. How never helped Britney. Seven years after they broke up, he. I mean, he has been such a dog, and the fact that I think. Like, this call might have come from, I mean, like, the PR team didn't know it. When your ex-girlfriend, who you've treated badly, the reveal is that you two had an abortion. She agrees. She went mm-hmm. along with yeah. the decision. She didn't yeah. want it. But still, Brittany's never brought this up before. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing that would be in a memoir. For the first statement to be that Justin has been focusing on his own family is cold. I think so, too. Very cold. Instead and, of acknowledging that it happened, and that was such a painful time for us. We were so young. Yeah, yeah. Or, or not even commenting yeah. at all. And yep. then saying, Justin and Jessica just want everyone to grow and evolve instead of continuing to bring up the past. Well, that is easy for him to say, because he has rode, he's, he's gotten a pass the whole way through, and he's never given Brittany the credit you know, she was performing on SNL when he was her date. That's how he even got in with the SNL group. Has he ever thanked her? And I, I heard or read a blind item, might have heard it from Bradley and Don, that Justin decided to reunite with NSYNC as a PR stunt ahead of this book. Oh, yeah, I did. And Makes sense. the other blind items that people were digging up was that in the early aughts, the top 40 radio station that Justin Timberlake went on a morning show, he agreed to reveal Britney's sexual history in exchange for extra spins of his single. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, of course, we can't forget how he threw Jack Janet Jack. Jackson under the bus. But he broke up with her over text, you know? Well, here's here's, here's what... I- he just capitalized on her pain. He He... He did many things. Apparently, he cheated on her. Hey, oh, yeah. Is People. there any doubt that right. he cheated on her? And then he wrote Cry Me a River and let everyone assume that, that she, she cheated, cheated on, on him. She threw him <clears throat> under the bus. He's, he and, always focuses on himself, even in his response. And so, I don't know. I mean, his apology in 2021 when the New York Times mm-hmm. documentary wrote Janet Jackson, he was like, remember he wrote... On a notes app. Oh, I was part of the problem when I was a kid. You know, basically, uh, we just want. You know, I mean, it was youthful indescriptible. It was such a bad, uh, you know, apology. And then I, we all just want everyone to grow and evolve. I mean, he spent years as the Teflon white dude, mm-hmm. creating all kinds of problems for women. Throwing Britney, she's never said a word. And I just think like that was poorly played. Well, on it was his funny because yesterday you had all the st- breaking stories, the pieces of the memoir, and I I want to read this. And oh I, yeah, it's only two hundred and eighty-eight pages. Yeah, it'll be simple. Mm-hmm. But but that suddenly for the very first time yesterday on page six we see a picture of Justin Timberlake with his two children. With we've Jessica. never seen him. We've never seen never him. Seen him. Again, never seen him again. That was deliberate. I I don't know why he's so insecure about it. It happened. Get over. You know because. Well, it happened. His hair. Uh, Gen Z does not care about. Okay, this is one of uh, Justin Timberlake's big thing. His he's in the flop era of his career, and I know people might not like to hear that, but that is what's happening. He could reach out to Donny Osmond. All p- people go through this that yeah. have been famous from a young age. He just handles everything so wrong because he's 
I just think innately he's he's that guy. Mm-hmm. And he tells us that through like we've never seen his kids before. Now his kids I, are I was, ready. I was shocked by that. Yeah. And did you know the notebook casting came yes. down to Rachel yep. McAdams and Brittany? We talked about it. Yeah. She was relieved yeah. because Thank she didn't God. want to be a method actress again. Well, when she did Crossroads, <laughs> she found herself method acting and she realized Brittany that's not saw for the her. movie. Many yes. times, and she, she acted like Britney. Yeah, so we yeah, yeah. Had a so you did, that yeah. yeah we so that's good. Um, but anyway, I, he's just um, he's just really a dink, and it's going to get worse for him. And I hope his PR plan is better than what we've seen, because if you want us to grow and evolve, JT. We say start with you. <laughs> All right, look at the time. It's time for the dirt alert. Yep. Grant, we're right. ready for oh, we you. We did post her People magazine yes, we cover. Did. Yeah, it was in Tahiti that photo. All right, that's it. Hey, everybody! It's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX, and I know, like, I know some people are going to some uh, conferences. I think starting tomorrow with the MEA and everything. And, uh, you know, if you, you know, maybe you've asked your, you talk to the teacher directly and they kind of, well, we're hoping that we're going to see some improvement. Whether or not you want to ask them about the Woodcock Johnson Cognitive Skills Assessment Test, it is a nationally recognized test. And that is the first step that happens with Learning RX, where they can give your kids the resources and the training that sticks and stays with them to be better learners, to understand what they're doing, whether it's whether it's problems reading or maybe they got that math thing that's like the dyslexia for math. That's a real thing. But anyway, 952-949-6900, mention Lori and Julia. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, that was our boss, you know, just wondering if we saw our mention of, you know, he does that monthly newsletter. The or update, yeah, yeah, gave you guys a good shout out because yeah. the champion is me. <laughs> you know, that thing I don't read in my inbox. <laughs> Julia, you saw it, right? Just tell me what it said. Lori reads some long articles and I read the work articles. Yeah, right, right. See, it's, it's a perfect relationship. It kind of works out that way. Works, works perfectly. Well, speaking of an awkward relationship, boy, George has brought up his feud with Madonna over the years. He oh. most recently was backstage at her O2 gig at, a, at the O2 Arena, I believe it is, right? That's where she played in yeah. London. And uh, he basically said, he put to social media, he wrote, everyone has asked, not surprisingly, did Madonna say hi since I was backstage? And the answer is no. Like Adele, she decided it was a step too far. Oh, geez, that's kind of funny. <laughs> well, this goes back because they've had a. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Feud for years. Well, he called her vile he once did. on a show and they, you know, came up same time. Same time. Yep. And remember, Culture Club, this is my one good Culture Club fun party fact. <laughs> Culture Club never had to open for anybody. They became instantly top 10, top album. They never opened no. for another. Even Prince opened there for the yep. Rolling Stones. He never did it again come after those. Come, come, come a chameleon. Yeah. But yeah, they, oh, thank you. Uh, and then at one point, I know he was embarrassed that he had ever shared that. Because mm-hmm. it seems like he and Madonna would be buddies. You'd think, but uh, based on a few of his previous interviews and, like you said, things that he has said. It, uh, oh, yeah, he called her a vile, hideous human being with yes. no redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. That's, That's very really harsh. getting there. That's a deep one. That's a deep cut. He said it's not something I would say now. Last year he said that. It, it, I'm a bit embarrassed I said that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Going, that's, going, that's going all in. He also okay. said, I've said some awful things about Madonna, and yes. I'm not proud of all that. I'm really not okay. proud of that because I didn't know her at the time. Sometimes you say stuff. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. according to Leslie Davis, who just sent us a note, she's reading Jada Pinkett Smith's book, and at yeah. the beginning, there is a disclaimer about using ayahuasca. So thank you for letting us know. Thank you. Oh, I she kinda, says that? Yeah. yeah. She yeah. Does. That's good. So I appreciate that. Because yeah, I was good. going on that. That was my angle. I'm always so nervous to hallucinate. I just never want oh, to. I did it once. <laughs> I did it once, and I wasn't Same. even... I don't like it. Tread lightly. That's all I say. That's why no, micro- that's, no, that stuff. No, no. I don't, I don't Tread know. Tread lightly. Microdosing is, if any way to do it, the way to do it. But. Oh, I just... Yeah, I have no interest. Done under supervision. Right. Right. Exactly. I have no interest. It's a medical thing now. Yes. But um, moving aside from that, you were speaking, you know, we're talking about words that were being spoken by Boy George to Madonna. Well, John Stamos has a book coming out, a memoir called If You Would Have Told Me. It's coming out October 24th. The same day as Britney. If You Would Have Told the Woman and Me. I'm marrying the two combos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm marrying the two titles. I love John Stamos. I do too. And I think his book will be really good. It's going to be interesting, I think. He's had, listen, Blackie, General Hospital. He's 18 years old. He's acting with Rick Springfield, Demi Moore. You know, for, I mean, he has an incredible career. And, and then he knew saying. everybody he in knew Hollywood. everybody, and he played drum for the Beach Boys, and he was um, Don Rickles' BFF. And incredibly good-looking. Oh, Amazing. my God, beautiful. Incredibly good-looking. Uh, back to you, Graham. Yeah, so, so um, he's when, got a memoir. Yeah, he's got a memoir coming if out. If you in- knew... If it said if you if you would have told me if you would have told coming me. out October twenty fourth and he had an interview with People magazine today and he talked about his relationship with his ex wife Rebecca Romaine Stamos well now Rebecca Romaine yeah John Stamos said that uh, he referred to her as the devil during their divorce he said I just hated her I couldn't believe how much I hated her and it ruined my life wow this coming during their separation back in two thousand four he said the breakup was shattering and it went on for far too long. So she dumped him. Is what you know that. You yes. know that's yeah. what he was. I guess say- I always thought he oh, dumped her. Oh no, no, no! It no. was always her. I really? always knew that. Yes, did? yes, yes. So I? yeah, he said it went on for years and years, and you start thinking that basically he said that I started to think that she was the devil, and maybe I was as much to blame as her. So eventually, he said that he took some, you know accountability for the situation but he said at the time of their divorce his career was going downward and hers was going upward and he felt a little jealous about that and i don't think he wanted to have kids at that point because she had kids with uh that's right and she was the same age as as he was so it's a it's the clock is ticking he said it was he said it was very public 
very painful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Rebecca I'll told. I'll read that after Brittany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what he has to talk about. And I'm sure he'll bring up. I wonder if he reads the book to you because I he will. Should. I yes. will say John Stamos is the narrator when you He's go beautiful. to Graceland. He is the voice when you're in the house and on the grounds. Yeah. And he really has an incredible voice. There you go. Well, then uh, hopefully that's the case. Yeah. We can get a little uh, John Stamos whispering in your ear. We'll see. And he got sober. Yes, and, he did. And she, he, after he like, after. drove his car up on a yeah. sidewalk yeah. in Beverly Hills. Yeah, because he started drinking after the divorce, yep. really, yeah. and then got sober after that. Yep. So, yes, big part of his life. I imagine him at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and the Scott Stallion. Oh, God, he's beautiful. Yes. Well, let's go over to the SAG AFTRA. Um, conversations that they're having with the AMPT right now. And we learned yesterday in our Dirt Alert that there was a big discrepancy in money for streaming rights. The sag after had presented $500 million a year for residuals for Mm -hmm. streaming. The studios countered $20 million. Yeah. Oh my! Isn't that ridiculous? What? Four, They're having yeah. ayahuasca hallucinations. Four hundred eighty million dollar difference. So some Hollywood's biggest names sat down with the leadership of SAG after being, you know, Fran Dresser, mm-hmm. including George Clooney, that Emma Stone, is insulting. Yeah, Ben Affleck, Taylor, Tyler Perry, Scarlett Johansson. They were among the groups that just wanted to get an update and learn more about where the conversations about are going. how delusional the these the studios. producers and the studios are. My. Like I said, there They're, was a $480 million difference. Oh, it was huge. Wow. That's yeah. laughable. No Very, That's just, it's despicable. Yeah. So this Saturday Saturday will mark the 100th day that sag After has been on strike, closing on a record label action for the 160,000 yeah. I mean, it's members. like the AMTP or whatever they're called. It's like they, Gordon Gecko, greed is good. That is their motto. They want... They want to keep 90% of the profit and the artists that make everything get yep. a split up the 10. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Rather, it's rather shocking. Those numbers were a big, big, big yeah. eye-opener. So yeah. we'll see. They're, they're very far apart, clearly, at this point in time, and hopefully they can come together. But before we end this one, we talked yesterday about how Alec Baldwin could potentially be charged in the death mans- for manslaughter over the fatal shooting of uh, the cinematographer Helena Hutchins. They are doing this because prosecutors are saying with new evidence, they have that. You know what? He did no one has any faith in this district attorney no. in Albuquerque or well, wherever this is. This they is the cannot get their act together. Really this can. is the second district attorney that's yeah. taken over or the second prosecutor that's taken over Good the case. Lord. And he fully intends to fight it in court if he is, in fact, charged with involuntary manslaughter. His lawyer said, we're taking him to court. Yeah. Well, Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, they just they, they really look inept. That district attorney. That they do. And mm-hmm. one more, since we have a couple seconds here. I love this. Luke Bryan performed this weekend on Saturday, and Ross Rayola gave out a pretty honest review of the situation. He said it was distracted, slow-moving, and the massive stage clearly did not fit, sta- fit stadiums. Well, on Tuesday, Luke Bryan responded saying, <laughs> Wow, I've never received one positive review from y'all publications since I've been to the Twin Cities area in my whole career. The trend continues. The sold-out crowd loved it. But Rayola has, Ross has written many positive reviews views for him in the past so he, he linked a thread and the fact it. i love oh, this yeah ross, ross is like link, linked three other positive reviews and anyway and luke had to when he looked at that that's it was a subscriber yeah oh story mm-hmm. so luke luke that was not a, good a big move. baby exactly all right let's move on from that dirt alert thank you for letting me fit that last one in there and then there was a scandal vintage the scandal.
We have a vintage scandal. Ooh. Oh, there's a scandal, yeah. a vintage wow. scandal. You know what? It, it it is like the memoir season because totally. we have we have another person, an eighty year old legend, and probably okay. of all the fallen stars of the rock era, Sly Stallone is definitely in the top five who seemed the least likely to be writing an autobiography at the age of 80 years old. It is called Thank You for Let Me Be Myself Again. <laughs> Again, great song of his. I love that. Sly Stone, and he, uh, he's he got a ghostwriter, but it's, um, I, I, I thought, oh, yeah, because... I love playing a little Sly Stone in the Give double us a wide. Song. Well, everyday people, okay. thank you for letting me be myself again. Okay. Uh, Stan, I want to take you higher. But you know, as the founder and guiding light of Sly and the Family Stone, he was one of the most brilliant stars of the '60s. He was charismatic. He was a pioneering musician who not only fronted the first multi-genre multi-racial, multi-gender band, but whose songs address the turmoil and the spirit of where we this country was at right. in the 60s. And initially, you know, like it was just self-empowerment, positive, you know, self-positivity, all of that with his songs. He and the group were the undisputed pioneers of punk, um, or, or excuse me, funk, soul, Rock music, you know, they kind of fuse that together. And later, Sly and the Family Stone, their songs become one of the most sampled groups of all times. Really? And um, in hip-hop history. And their Mm -hmm. electrifying performance at Woodstock turned them into overnight stars. Okay. And uh, one of the world's biggest acts. But as the decade turned from the 60s into the 70s, things grew dark for Sly particularly when drugs, gun, violence entered the photo, if you will, the life of their, the music got darker, especially on the fiery, there's a riot going on. Sly managed to keep his star aloft for a few more years. 1973's Fresh is one of his best albums, but the long downhill slide had begun. And by the late 70s, he was broke addicted and adrift and for the most part he remained that way for years and years right and there have been several aborted comebacks all of them disasters all of them of his own making and um so this book written by a recently sober stone i think he's been um sober for the last couple of years two or three years with the new yorkers ben greensman and it's this is from quest loves book imprint yes the first book i love his, love yeah so do i and mm-hmm. i think he's working on a documentary okay but it's uh it's it's a welcome surprise this uh book because people who are sly and the family stone fan he writes like he writes in his lyrics he's rhymy he's got playful <laughs> turns of phrase just great so like his book his memoir he, it's called thank you for letting me be myself again but Written like the song title, which was his idea, Thank You, and then it's F-A-L-E-T-T-I-N-M-E, all one word, B, and then Mice, Elf, again, because that's what it sounds like. Get it, get it, get it, get it when you listen. But like that was a sly 
thing to have it. Well, that's what phonetically it sounds like when we're singing it. But let yes, me be, be my I'm telling you. Okay, so when we... So he has, yep, you know, so yep. he's 80 years old, and now he's got a memoir coming out, and he really went through, I mean, his life. I'll be curious to read this book, but I guess in it, it's... uh you know, the first few chapters are, you know, his upbringing in the San Francisco Bay Area. He was a precocious church musician. His first record, he was 13 years old. It was a gospel single. Um, with his Didn't fe- his daughter do something with him recently? No follow-up questions. All right, sir. Um, and his future bandmates, Rosie and Fred, were in this gospel group. And then he was a radio DJ, and then he was a successful record producer in San Francisco in the early 60s. He produced songs um, with this band called The Great Society, After, and then became world-famous Grace Slick, who joined Jefferson Airplane. And wow. he details the, the formation of the Family Stone Band, and when he was looking for a drummer, he writes in his book, I had rhyme, I had reason, I needed rhythm, and it's gradual rise. And, you know, he was just able to, like, he put out his ad, like, in a rhythmic way. Anyway, he he uh, he was really the first wave of superstars in, in rock in that way in the 60s. And he did every excessive thing that you could yes. do. Everything. But he had friends. Doris Day was a friend. Mm-hmm. Muhammad oh, Ali was a I friend. I love that. I love that. George Clinton Wow. Good friend. Of course, that mm-hmm. one makes sense. Yeah, but um, he he um, he's. I guess in the book, I'll be curious how he treats his bad turns and what happened to him. Like he got screwed out of a lot of money. He did win a couple years ago, five million dollars in a lawsuit against his ex manager. But he had been living in like a small RV. And just moving yes. up and down the Pacific Coast Highway. Wow. Yeah, for years. Wow. And, um, you know, so it's... it's, it's What a story, though. From, oh, he's got, from rag, he got from a cocaine problem, yeah. and he got screwed by management, and then he got taken advantage by this other guy. He never, like, saw a state... I mean, this happened to a lot of artists. Yes, it did. They never knew that where the, how much money... What the residuals were, yeah, and... Totally. And, uh, you know, the guy who screwed him out of money, his ex-manager, is was once a member of this group called The Strange Loves. And this guy wrote The Angels, My Boyfriend's Back, if you remember that. So my boyfriend's back. Yeah. And, oh, and, gun, and, and he's going to trouble. Yeah. So yeah, he, was in, yeah, he was in so much trouble, too, with the IRS, uh, Sly Stone. So if you are interested in, you know, reading it, he's, I mean, we got... We got Marty Scorsese, who is 81, on Friday, Flowers in the Attic Moon, or whatever that is Flowers called. Flowers of the f- Killer of the Flower Moon. Thank you. It's supposed to be phenomenal. We have Comes the, the Rolling the Stones, Hackneyed Diamonds, that oh album gosh, coming yeah. out. Now we have Sly Stone taking back his life after, you know, years of just being... I'm glad he's sober. Yes. Good for him. And and, and, and I, I hope it's, a, a you know, a, a, an exciting and... and and I guess he's very upfront um, about his drug use and his, which he said were the reason he had so many erratic uh, behavioral problems and run-ins with the law, really? which is true. Right. Right. And um, 
But anyway, so but I don't know how much he he will get into. You know, he was notorious for doing last minute concert cancellations. Oh, that would just piss off your fans. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, and I That's and the other you. thing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Thing that I know you think I'm wrong on is being late for your concert. <laughs> was that a Madonna dig? <laughs> right, and Beyonce was two hours late here. But mm-hmm. she was waiting for the sun to be because remember that was high summer, and it was she, a highlight in her trailer. And it was a highlight in her trailer. She was waiting for the pink sky, Julia, that comes at nine Why ten in June. Tell? Yeah, you weren't even there. We I were know. all fine. Hmm? We were fine. We were fine. Uh, long, but I'll give it to I, her. You, um, so anyway, right, so the book is coming out. The book is coming Will out. You read it? Quest Love. I would. I think I would like to read it. Be just because uh, he was a witness to so much in that uh, time frame and genius as far as like coming up with that band. Yes, you're right. You know that. All right, Fry Stone. I do have one TV review. My mom and I watched Frasier so and Lessons in Chemistry. Oh, Absolutely watched. hated Frasier. You hated Frasier. I figured couldn't, as much. Everybody said that. Stand it. I, I have it. a laugh track. It I was, love the laugh track. I it, was, love. it was so bad. But I that's watched what the show was. Yeah, I know. I didn't like it. It's, Not at all. It's very much what the show was. I know. It was. It was. Did you like it, Grant? I loved it. I watched both episodes last night, and I started watching the first season of Frasier, the original, because oh I was so gosh. jacked about it. Oh, wow. I'm such a... But that's because Cheers and Frasier are my, like, two... That's years your, years. That's that's my your sweet spot. Yeah, so I'm going to love it no matter what. How about all the right. fall of the House of Usher? All right. It is so scary. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. Oh, no. She's in... I watched, I'm almost done with the first one, but that is a scary. Yeah, it's Edgar Allan Poe. It's, well, like we all know what, everything he wrote and everything. I mean, uh-huh. but I, you do because you, yeah. read, you read every, the classics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the classics. I just didn't as much as you. I had a minor in English. I know you did. Mm-hmm. I didn't. But it was scary. scary. Okay. It's and then good. Lessons in Chemistry. It's the best. Is the best. You never read the book, did you? Yes, I oh, read you did. the book. The book is so good, and I think it's the characters the are so critics hate perfect. it. Who hates it? The critics. Okay, it is. Did I you love it. it? I liked it a lot. I loved it. I forgot what happened that uh, happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of a bummer. It's, well, it's Brie Larson is fantastic. Amazing. I Did you watch it, Greg? I did. I watched the first mm-hmm. episode last night because oh. I was on the Apple Plus, and then I went over to Paramount for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so good. It's, Less, good. it's on Apple Plus. Yep. And then, um, have you caught up on the morning show? I've. Oh, yeah. My mom and I watched the oh. morning show. We watched uh, Jennifer Aniston be naked on top of John Hamm. I said, let's back that up and watch it again. She looked good. Yes. Yeah. So did he. I like so did he. I like that these two. I like, I like what's little... happened. 
that show has gotten so soapy, but and I I'm here it. for it. I love it. I know. I think it's great. Tonight, um, what did I tell you was on? Um, uh, Ron, uh, okay. Ron Wood. Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones is on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Watch What Happens Live on Bravo has Issa Rae and Sherry Shepard. I think that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever watch your Sullivan's Crossing that you told us to watch on the CW? I did. I did. I watched whichever one was the mother daughter yeah. kind of detective. I like it. Okay, good. I the, do like that. Okay. And then Nathan Lang is on Seth Meyers, Martin Scorsese, because the movie that is going to be the movie, that's going to be a great movie to see in the movie theater movie. Mm-hmm. It, and if you haven't read the book, <laughs> I, like that. I saw what you did is, is Killers of the Flower Moon. It's a true story. It'll blow you away how horrible we are as Americans. Um, yeah. It is. Roger Freeman said it's a tour de force. When he saw yeah. it in Cannes back in May, it was clear killers. Will join the ranks of Mean Streets, Goodfellas, The Departed, Raging Bull, and so on as one of Scorsese's classic movies. Love I can't it. wait. Both Jeff and I read it. I can't. I think we might go see it in movie theater. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for I sure. want to see this. Well, in the I want it because it's going to be. It's visually, you know, you're in the middle of Oklahoma, and I, mm-hmm. I just think it will unfold. It's an epic story. He's such a great storyteller yeah. visually, you know. So I really. I really and I saw Taylor Swift's movie. Oh yeah, and did so you like it? it? There's the most funny did review. People sing along with it or oh, act yeah, like they're at not, the concert. Yes, I wouldn't like that. No, they all do, but it's loud enough in there that you know. I sat next to Britney, who wailed the whole time. She sang the and whole her, time, and her neighbor Josie. I never heard them. I didn't hear them, Lori. It was. I, that's I heard right, Taylor Swift. Oh, you yeah. did, yeah. and it's the fun and watching these little kids be there and they the memorabilia they're selling. It's. It's so smart, but you love to go to concerts more than I do, Lori. Yeah. I loved sitting in the front row of a Taylor Swift's concert. And I think this is brilliant. Beyonce, I can't wait to go see that and sit in the front row. My whole thing at concerts, right. I'm so short, I can never you see. You can never see. I can You're never excited see. to be in the front row. I love I this understand. new way to see cool. my concerts. This is cool. Very cool. Well, maybe Madonna will do something, because, man, did I have envy Oh. Watching that on Saturday night on Twitter, I'm like, she lost the butt implants. The butt implants <laughs> are, are gone. Sure? Did she get a bacterial infection from when she removed the butt implant? Oh, interesting. That is a legitimate And you're question. for sure that they're gone. They're gone, Julia. Okay. They are gone. They're gone. Oh, yeah. Wow. And she's too cheap to buy her great hits that we aren't going to hear. There's, 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 uh, Four. there's Holiday, Borderline, Like a Virgin, Papa Don't Preach, and Like a Virgin, which are. Mm, Classic favorites. She didn't write those songs now. Rogers wrote but a couple of them. But she's too cheap to buy the licensing. But yet right? she sings I Will Survive. She must have got a good deal on that. I, but that <laughs> just bugs me. I mean, I, no, I right. know. It's not right. like it doesn't work. Hurting it doesn't for money. Like she doesn't have money that she couldn't pay for it. Well, listen, I was I was very envious of the it look. I mean, the. the I'm the, excited. The Don't the trades, the people that were there. They had good reports to say about the concert, but the UK has, a, you would like this, they, Julia. They are like the State Fair. 11 p.m. Yeah. cut off like on the state all fair. concerts. No, that is horrible. Oh, I kind of like it. Do you I like too, it? You too? And as long as it starts earlier, late. yeah. She right. shows up late. That's so disrespectful. Right. Get me home oh, in bed by midnight. You guys. <laughs> but I'm surprised. I think of London as being a cosmopolitan city. And then, like, 11, that even in the Midwest, we're not that, that is uptight. Early. It That's seems early. uptight for London. It seems like that stadium is far enough away from anything that the noise would bug. Yeah. That, 
Yeah. So anyway, we learned that. So she got fined both both uh, her first two nights. I wonder if she'll like, show up on time now. Well, I don't know, but I thought if she's willing to be fined, she should pay for those songs. Thank right. you. That's what I mean, <laughs> they're her key songs, and she's too cheap to pay for them when we're supposed to be going to hear all of the hits. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Well, oh. I'm going to miss the whole damn thing unless I somehow fly to another city with my girlfriend. Because she's her. here on Tuesday, February Wait. 13th. You're going, and you don't even deserve or That's worthy not to true. go. I You're not like even that. really a true I, fan. Oh, stop. I was I, her biggest fan forever. She just lost, I lost interest in her lately. Yeah, well, get your interest back, because I think it is a visually dazzling concert. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have you it know? back in time. How about her daughter doing the breakdance? Yeah. That's yes. the new thing now. Yeah. Bring your kids. Bring your kids. Love it. Pink brought Willow, yeah. Beyonce, and Ivy. I love it. I uh-huh. do love it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Well, we love that the day is over now for us. <laughs> I can honestly say that. Ditto. Bye. You know, my favorite thing about the movie is, like, it feels like a like a movie. Movie. It feels like a real, like, you know, go to the theater film movie. But...